0: Why the hell have I been saying what's up, Buttercup, to start these damn episodes? Jesus Christ. I'm 33. Anyways, it's Nate, episode 6 of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. Special announcement, got a couple guests lined up that aren't in the league. Our good friend AJ, he knows a bunch of the people that are in the league. We all lived together in New Mexico, lives with a bunch of the guys in Colorado. A real good friend was in his wedding, got me some cool California bear socks. Still wear them to this day. Not wearing them right now, but got him coming on at a package delivering bomb defusing samurai space cowboy that goes by DC. Uh, we'll get a look into some of his work that was mentioned in this episode on his YouTube channel, which is BCG Pirates. If you don't have a pen right now, it's listed in the show notes. Anyways, this was kind of a shit show. A couple of things we ended up learning about Wayne is what he would do with cripple people. It was pretty surprising to me. But we knew it was coming. We also learned that he doesn't pay attention to the damn standings because we got his reaction to learning that he was this season's Sacco. And we rushed the ending because we recorded up against the start of an online poker tournament. And we could end up hearing the cards that are being dealt from Wayne's hand because he doesn't mute his damn computer. Anyways, I got to poop. Hope you enjoyed. How you doing, man?
1: I'm good. Yourself?
0: I'm good. Glad to have you on. Appreciate the invite, finally. It's only been a couple years. <laughs> cool. So let's get started with, um, you know, who you are, where you're from, age, family, profession, a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, so Wayne Henry. Uh, I actually do not even remember the name of my team right now. Tinker Stinkers. Tinker Stinkers? Okay. Yeah, I knew that. No. Tinker Stinkers is my other league, I think. Yeah, oh shit, what is it? Oh. Uh uh saps you. Know? But anyway, yeah, so Wayne Henry Groat Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, originally from Belvern, Pennsylvania, about 20 minutes south of Pittsburgh. Currently live in Maryland, Millersville, Maryland. Tongue twister there for you. Um, with my wife and three our three girls and our dumbass dog in the Air Force almost 19 years, and retire next year. Can't wait. I'm a signals, a signals intelligence analyst by trade, but again, like most of us, I've never done my real job. I currently am program manager, and it's pretty boring. So what's
0: it like kind of growing up in that Pittsburgh area?
1: Well, so I was an Army brat, so I really didn't get to start, like, I didn't really settle down until I was about 11, 12 years old, I think. And the first thing you learn is that you have to love the Steelers. Just the way it goes. Yeah, um, I was kind of always a Steelers fan because my dad was Steelers fan. He's actually born and raised in the area, in uh, the army and all that good shit. So, uh, but yeah, as soon as you get there, you just know, you know, Steelers are the way to go. There's no other way. And uh, grandfather was a coal miner. You know, just a good old. Or I'm sorry, coal miner. <laughs> we worked in a steel mill. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking coal miner. We worked in a steel mill, just like you know most older uh generations younger yeah older generations so uh retired steel miller, lost his hearing had one good ear a little noise but yeah cold snowy survived the blizzard of 92. And then we had like 67 inches or something like that 68 inches that's i think that's five eight so that's not right but yeah it was up to my chest when i was a young kid it was good i love it miss it it's not the same drugs are pretty bad up there right now and the weather's changing doesn't snow as often, just kind of like here in Maryland. Doesn't snow as often, and just really cold, and that's about it. So I've only been to
0: Pittsburgh once, but whenever I think of Pittsburgh, I always think of this like kind of like a hard knocks town, right? Like super blue collar. Everybody's really nice until you till you say something or you do something that really upsets them or something like that, or you cross somebody, and then you're gonna get punched in the face. Like that's just what the city reminds me of, uh, or the perception that I have of it. And I went there one time to watch Pitt Notre Dame uh me clint uh went out there we watched it and you know we got shit thrown at us when we were leaving and stuff but i don't know if that's just you know people you know you get in some of the wrong crowd area or whatever like that some younger they're all younger kids like under probably under 23 or something like that you know just hammered being drunk pit one beat notre dame that was the jimmy clausen Char- charlie weiss era we had michael floyd i think theoretic was on that team also like it was a good squad. Um, they had, I believe, Shady McCoy was still there. Um, Baldwin was a wide receiver. That team, they still had Wanstead. Wanstead, yeah. Uh, that team was pretty solid. They always played. They always played Notre Dame pretty, t- pretty tight. But um, yeah, I just remember us getting crap thrown at us. It's the main reason I hate the, the song "Sweet Caroline" because, in between the third and fourth quarters. In Heinz Field, they play Sweet Caroline, and the whole stadium erupts singing it, right? And it's like, bum, 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 and I fucking hate it. Every time I go to a karaoke or a piano bar, I hear it, and I can't stand it, and everybody's all jacked, and it's only from that one experience.
1: Yeah, fun, fun fact. Um, so it's it's not a secret that Pitt has a, an attendance problem, but, I mean, they have the third biggest stadium in the ACC, and they only have a fan base of, like, you know, 40,000 people. So it doesn't – it looks pretty bad on TV because of the yellow seats. They play at Heinz Field, same place as the Steelers. But um, one of the ways they try to fix that is they stop playing Sweet Caroline between the, the end of the third and fourth quarter because, number one, Pitt is usually losing. Yeah. Number two, that's like the cue. People just leave. So what they what they do now is they, they randomly play it one time through the game. Um, they just don't tell people when they're going to play it. So – and then they started offering free chips and sodas to students that stayed past the end of the game. It's pretty pathetic, but hey, it is what One cool it is. The cool thing
0: I do like about the city of Pittsburgh is it's the only city in the United States and maybe in the world where the all of the sports teams professional have the same color scheme. So everything is black and yellow. I think that's pretty dope.
1: Well, uh, Pitt's got that. Um, they got that teal, that old school teal, or I don't know if it's teal. tills probably not the right color, but that like sky blue.
0: Yeah. Hello. But I know like, you know, the Pirates, the Pens, Steelers, yeah, yeah. Pirates, they all have Pens like Steelers. that same color scheme. And that's the only city that it's like that in.
1: I think the uh the old Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Fish, the old basketball team they tried to create back in the day. I don't know I don't know where it was called. That was way beyond, way before my my days.
0: All right. So getting into some of your football history, when did you start watching, did you play favorite team? Obviously is the Steelers. You're all Pittsburgh uh and favorite players of all time
1: and now, if they're different, uh, all time. Let's see uh, when I started playing fantasy football. Yeah, I want to say it was probably about two thousand three, right when I started uh, joining Air Force in two thousand one, tech school for about a year, and in my first duty station, I started playing. So about part of the two thousand two season, two thousand two, maybe two thousand three, we would play on um, on shift. That's one of the things we did to kind of during football season, to kind of get through the night. Long you know, hours, 12-hour shifts, and all that stuff. So I started playing around that time. Then that was around the time of the greatest uh, Show on Turf, and I had Marshall Falk, uh, or maybe it may have been Indianapolis Colts Marshall Falk, not St. Louis.
0: I feel like that's when like PPR leagues kind of started up, right? Because they were the ones who started getting more passing and stuff like that, and it was like, wait a minute, these guys are doing something crazy here.
1: Yeah, and that was my first championship, and then I haven't won a championship. Well, I've won one cent. I think I don't. I not win a lot of championships. Yeah. Um. But I, I won that year. I had Marshall Falk, and then I won one last year in Costa's league. But yeah, in our league, I just I score points. I don't win. I score points. Yeah. Let's see. fair team: Steelers. I'm Pittsburgh all around every sport. Player. All time, it's got to be Pittsburgh Steelers. It would probably be. Oh man, this is tough.
0: They got a lot of good ones there.
1: Yeah. I th- I think my all time. Favorite Pittsburgh Steeler probably be Ben. Um, it's it's a I mean Ben's been in the league since oh 2011, right? So look at 19 years. My, my mass off not. When was he drafted? oh4
0: Yeah, it was before that because I remember watching him play Miami Ohio on like
1: ESPNU or something like that. So he was drafted in 04. This same Eli Manning, Philip Rivers class. Yep. With uh, Will Philip or Eli saying I won't play for the Chargers. But yeah, so he was he was drafted. I know why I said two thousand eleven. He was drafted eleventh overall. Just trying to save myself there. But yeah, so Ben, I really like Ben. I feel like the uh I feel like, you know, he he was a punk when he was a young kid, but most of us are. And he got he's got a bad rap. People don't like him because of his past. But I just enjoy watching him. He's tough ass quarterback, got his ass kicked for like the first five years of his career, motorcycle accident, terrible lines, you know, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I just feel like quarterbacks they come around they don't come around often like that like you don't see a lot of Ben's. yeah bill rivers eli mannings peyton mannings not that i'm comparing him but it's like long-term quarterbacks that you know put up numbers and and win so older Steeler, i will probably have to go with hines ward the blue collar just tough mfer so i really love hines ward
0: he was so good at like crack back blocks dude like he would just fucking blow up linebackers and you're like oh because he he always seems so much smaller on the field. Right? He, than everybody he else, probably wouldn't so. make it
1: in today's league with his foul block, and he spent a couple weeks on the bench or, again, suspended because those crack back blocks they don't, you know, they don't fly anymore. But yeah.
0: So you say you started playing fantasy around 2003. Do you have any
1: favorite format? Um, I prefer a PPR of some type. Um, I'm I'm getting away from the full point um, with the way the league is today. I enjoy high scores, so like I I like to see numbers. So I I couldn't go away from like I couldn't go away from like zero PPR like I couldn't I don't like it um so I think the the half point PPR is the way to go uh, just because of the fact that for me personally I need to see points full point any nowadays it's just it's not fair I don't think so I think I think mostly you should probably go to that half point
0: yeah so me and um me and Coach were talking about that the other day that episode episode five we had to talk about that on how uh, half point. Probably is the way to go. You know, I think you you have to be able to reward wide receivers and people who can like we referenced Michael Thomas, right? The guy catches 140 balls a year, whatever it is, like that's something. And those chain movers and stuff. But the problem is, is like when you have these running backs that catch a pass out of the backfield and you're getting a full point for the catch, and then they lose eight yards or they lose six yards and they get a positive outcome, and it's like it hurt the team really bad, and they're getting positive points. And that's something we talked about, and I'll probably bring up. Maybe for this year, if everybody's good with it, but uh, if not,
1: probably for next year's season to
0: move it to a half point PPR, get the vote on it, and everything like that.
1: You know, things change. I mean, it's such a passing league anymore. I mean, you just kind of like, to, in order to keep it keep it even, just because like, if we don't, you're just gonna start. I mean, what's the point of you know drafting running backs high unless you've got a you know Shaquan or a CMC? Yeah, well, even with CMC, I mean, the dude's friggin' like half receiver, half running back. So, (laughs) I mean, you probably, if you don't pick him number one overall, Beisner, pick him up. That's in the other league, not this league, but regardless, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, he's a reasonable request. All right. So we'll get into some of your league stats here. You've been with the league for
0: the entire time, the inception of it. So you played the six seasons, 78 regular season games. You have a winning percentage of 59%, uh, which is i believe it's second or third highest in the league you have 46 wins 72 losses definitely in that top two three of the league uh average points per game is 141 like you said you score points in this league uh that is the highest average points in the entire league i think second place is about a point behind you third place is four points behind you and then it drops off to like six seven or something like that so Pretty marginable points for differential there. Uh, you've made the postseason four times. Three of those times you had a first round bye, which means that you were top two in the league. So you've always been pretty consistent on being near the top. Um, the only problem here is that you have zero playoff wins to account for it. So even though you're a Pitt fan, you're a Pitt guy, you're from that area, you're pretty much the Notre Dame of the league. Um, so you can get yourself there, do really well, and then – Not much to show for it. Some accolades that you got to go with all the points that you scored. uh, You're 2015 and 2018 scoring champ throughout the regular season. And you have also are the reigning Sacco, so you got another win there. I was the Sacco this
1: year. Fuck, I did not know that.
0: What do I got to do? Uh, I don't know yet. So Nick won the league, right? Uh, Nick's a pretty nice guy. um, But who knows knows what it comes to. Um, I got to record with him a new one, um, redo his, so we can get some better quality out of it. But I'll have to ask him that. We'll probably get that announcement during his podcast. Shit, I didn't
1: realize that.
0: Does it fear you to take a sacco punishment?
1: I wouldn't say it fears me. Like, I think we talked about this the other night. I think it was just me and you we were talking about how throughout our league we've had the sacco and the punishments haven't been terrible. Actually, I don't even remember what the punishments are. We've actually had two players quit because they didn't want to do the sacko punishment. Like, like, I think one of them – like, I think Bruce – Bruce's was a mustache. Keep a mustache. Yeah, that's nice, dude. Chris, Chris, my wife, Chris, she may divorce me, but other than that, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about it. I mean, as long as it's not illegal, obviously. And something that's not against
0: your, like, ethical morality or something like that, right? Like, don't go out in a Klan suit during a, during a Baltimore riot.
1: ain't <laughs> Bruce Willis's shit. Like, fucking, what was that? I don't know which one that is. Die Hard 3? I think it is. But, no... I'd be, it'd be pretty tough for me, to like go out there wearing a dress or some shit like that. But I mean, something weak like a mustache, shit, I'll do it. I'd probably go out there wear a dress. I'm sure Chris would love to take the pictures.
0: I'm getting into photography, man. I, I got it all set up, man, and you know, figure it all out and get a whole spectacle and everything. I'll put an invite out to the squadron. We got
1: like 600 people in this damn thing. Like I knew I had a rough season that I, I didn't pay much attention after I lost. I was like, once I realized I was pretty rough. Um, I started concentrating on my other league a little bit more. Like, I, like I'm like i not the dude that'll just let my roster just go, and I'll try to pick up and stuff like that. But, you know, at some point, I just kind of focus more on where I can make some of this, this cash up, you know? Yeah, I have to look back. I don't – Beisner, when was he the Sacco last? Was it last year?
0: Sacco, he was – no, he's never been the Sacco. Not in this league. Last year's was Coast, so he – I had him do the fireball Ooh, and manage. Yeah, that's what that shot. video was. Yep. So that was his punishment. Valdez was the year before, but he actually didn't get one because James, that was the Mm -hmm. first year that James joined the league. And I had brought up Sacco punishment to him and he never put it out. And I think a lot of it was because he was not familiar with the people and stuff like that. And that was like 2017. So like, this is like the first year of the Trump administration. (laughs) So I'm like, yo, like this dude's a Mexican, right? But he doesn't like, like he's, full-on red, white, and blue. He'll support whoever yeah. the president is or something like that. So you can throw him in a MAGA hat saying he sucks at fantasy football in the middle of the street, <laughs> and he'll go stand there for an hour, right? Like, he so you don't give a damn what anybody thinks. And then the year before that was Bruce, and he quit out. My so. brother
1: quit, but that was more because I got tired of paying his dues. That Kristen just found out that was going on. So,
0: But uh, all right, so we'll get into some questions, um, some personal questions. So I'll start with mine. Uh, I'm
1: asking everybody this one. So something you're grateful for? Uh, my left eye. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm sure most of the people in our league understand what I mean by that. But yeah, no, honestly, I don't know, man. Honestly, as long as, you know, as much as I hate the Air Force and like shit like that, I'm actually pretty grateful for it. Like the military has set me up like, amazingly, I like, am a wife in the military. I'm still getting paid. I haven't been to work in like eight weeks. Like, you know, as, as shitty as it is and as, you know, as stressful as it has been in my life or my career, I'm pretty grateful for the military. Like, uh, if it wasn't for the military, I wouldn't have my wife and have my girls. I'd probably still have my my right eye, though, because I've never met my wife and never went to Tennessee to play with fireworks. But, you know, give you take. That's cool. Any regrets? Yeah, going to Tennessee and playing with fireworks. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it kind of all comes together and i wasn't I, you know we we weren't fucking off like we weren't going dumb shit dude like yeah. it's just uh it was just terrible luck it's all it really came down to yeah wrong place at time right or, or wrong place wrong time pretty much yeah.
0: so i guess that would go in with like an embarrassing story type of thing just how that kind of unfolded or you have an,
1: a different embarrassing story yeah i went through this with coast's league like i wouldn't say it's really embarrassing to me but you guys find it like hilarious Yep. Um, just the situation, not really like you know the odds that that could happen. The odds, yeah, the yeah, odds. I mean, what are the, the chances of that really happening are like next to none. Like, yep. yeah, but yeah. Other than that, I do not say really have done anything. It, 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 I don't embarrass easily. I don't like to give speeches and shit like that. But I don't really embarrass easily. And if I do, I I, I think about it for like 30 years and you yeah, know, shit like that. No, I'm scared.
0: All right, uh, moving on to streaming recommendations since we're all in pandemic mode.
1: Yeah, I got two, and I think I've told you about both of these in our, you know, side conversations and shit like that. So, Afterlife, uh, Ricky Gervais. A lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people know him. He's a British uh, comedian, yep. but the dude's legit. He just tells it how it is. He tells rich people, shut up, stop complaining. You don't know how it is to be a real fucking person. You got all this money, shut up. Yeah, uh, but anyway, afterlife, it's about a guy who, um, it's very dark, sad comedy about a guy whose wife dies and he essentially decides that he really has nothing to leave for, so he considers suicide. But then he's like, No, screw that, I'm just gonna be an asshole to everybody because what do I have to live for? What's it matter? Uh, yeah, so it's really good. It's more about the lessons and stuff like that. It's just, you know, he, he's not an asshole throughout the whole show, but it's really good. Second season's pretty good, the last episode is. Gut wrenching. So if you are emo or you tear up easily, it'll probably get you. And then uh, that's on Netflix. And then also we watched recently uh, Upload on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's by the creators of The Office, and that movie's pretty. Uh, that show was legit as well. It's about like uh, in the near future, when you die, uh, you upload your everything about you into like a virtual world, and you live there. You live your days out there, and then but your family can come visit you. And stuff like that so the whole premise of the show is amazing it's kind of like you know the, he was a young guy healthy guy and just kind of like it's it kind of gets into like uh the balances of like wealth and stuff like that and how he he kind of created a free version of this and then he died <laughs> okay yeah right so um and then the, the show's kind of like trying to figure out how he died and stuff like that so i don't want to give any spoilers away in case somebody watches it but it was really good
0: yeah i don't know if you're listening to octavio's podcast yet but i just uploaded it today uh, we're recording this on one June, so I uploaded it earlier. But that was a show that he recommended as well. Upload, Yep, upload. So cool. All right, uh, some fun stuff real quick. Some uh, fuck, Mary, kill. So uh, fuck, Mary, kill. Big band Troy Polamalu, Ryan Shazier.
1: Oh fuck, this is this is gonna be really morbid. All right, so you can't kill Ryan Shazier. He <laughs> can't walk, bro. That ain't my problem. <laughs> This is gonna be boring. That's exactly what I was thinking, dude. I would uh, I would have to. Oh, I don't know. That's sketchy, though. Fuck Ben, marry Troy, and I gotta, I gotta kill Kill Shazier, dude. Process of elimination. Yeah, dude. Just like, it's it's it's. You're right, dude. It's fucked up, but I mean, we're talking about football here, right? Shazier can't play no more, and he, I, and, you know, watching him kind of fall on it, do all this shit. Like, it's really sad. He, he seems like a really genuine, nice guy. So it's kind of tough that it happened to him because he was really good. All right. Rum, gin, beer. Oh, that's easy. I would marry rum because that's pretty much what all I drink. I would fuck beer. And uh, and I and I, I enjoy myself from gin, but I tend to get more hangovers with gin. I tend to drink more whenever I drink it. So I would uh, kill kill gin. Cool. And then uh, Trey, Tony Coast, and
0: Octavio Valdez. Oh, why can not you throw Beisner in there? All right. Scratch Valdez. So Trey, Tony Coase, Beisner.
1: I would fuck Coase because I would just figure, like, I would just throw him off to the side. Yep. I would marry Trey because he's pretty, and you have to look at him all the time. And then I would kill Beisner. There we go. Because everybody knows Beisner's got a punchable face, and I want to punch him in the face. Beisner, I love you. I'm just kidding. And he's not –
0: all right, so uh, Noah Commissioner. (laughs) (laughs) Noah Commissioner, any
1: questions for me? Uh – Not really, just um, if you could make one change. I just got a bing. You probably got one too. Yep. Um, If you could change one thing about the league, what would you change? I would include a full
0: IDP with three players at each level, defensive line, linebackers, and defensive backs. So I would expand the rosters probably by – Uh, anywhere between 15 and 18 spots to account for bench players
1: on defense. And then that's what I would do. Now, could you limit some of those spots to like only include defensive players in certain spots?
0: Spots of your bench. Yes. Yes. Yep. So that's what I would do so that people couldn't have like only the nine defensive players and then get every, you know, third handcuff down the line and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. That's not terrible. I think I would um, I'd be all right with that.: Yep,
0: yeah, that's what I would do. Anything else for us?: No. you, no. you got any parting words, anything you want you got your mind on that you want all the listeners to debate? Actually, I don't think we talked about how we met.
1: I was thinking about that earlier.
0: Oh, yeah, how did we meet?
1: So just to kind of uh, talk about how we met, we met at Holland, and now I', New Mexico. I think you showed up about maybe three two, three months after you and Adrian. Showed up about two, three months after me and uh, Stephen Earl. Most people know Stephen Earl. You know, we started talking in, because of sports, pretty much. Um, and then you know, we deployed together, separate teams, and then we would go party at your garage all the time. Played beer pong on Kosa's uh, makeshift tables, and he made with all our faces on it, and listened to DC bang it out. On the guitar. On the guitar, yeah, playing uh, Future Leaders of America.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go check that out on YouTube. I'll link it in the show notes for everybody. Um,
1: it should probably be um, our opening song right there for us, <laughs> just for our podcast.
0: Yeah, I just got uh, royalty free music. So, um, but I'm pretty sure I could use his and then promote his stuff too. There you go. And get a whole empire of digital media content being produced.
1: I like it. We're at the same table. We are. So,
0: we are at the same table. So, we just started a poker game. <laughs> uh, so, we are going to cut out here soon. Uh, because we are. I am sitting 13 out of 15 right now, even though it only started two minutes ago, and this stuff is important. So if you, unless you have anything else, man, uh, let's get some wins on this
1: poker tournament tonight. Let's do it, man. No, I'm good. I appreciate you hitting me up. Yep. anytime bro. All right, man. Take care. Yep. Later.